The Get This Podcast is brought to you by my WordPress web development agency brand, K2 Creative. You can visit getthispodcast.com slash K and the numeral two. That's getthispodcast.com slash K2 and click book a discussion for a free 30-minute discussion on anything related to WordPress. I'll be happy to help. Whether you need a new website or you have an existing site, you're not happy with the speed, you're not happy with the security, you need plugins updated, you're having issues, your developer ran off to Costa Rica, you don't know where to find him or her, we can help. My team builds websites that drive millions of page views a year. We can help with membership, e-commerce. If it's in WordPress, we can make it happen. Visit getthispodcast.com slash K2 and click the book a discussion link and I'll be happy to help with whatever you need in WordPress. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Couchman with the podcast, Get This. It's the show about things people love. And I'm coming to you from upstate Manhattan, Washington Heights, in the foul year of our Lord, 2020. It's February 20th, so 2-20-2020. I don't know what that means. I don't care. <laughs> and I'm joined by Peter Russell, my pal from the neighborhood here. Peter, how are you? I'm doing great, my friend. How are you? <laughs> You're doing an accent now, Peter? No, I would never. <laughs> of course not. Oh, uh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, you betcha. <laughs> yeah. Well, so Peter Peter is an old hand here up in the neighborhood. He's lived in the Heights for, what, 20 years? Yeah, about, about 20 years. And originally from? The great state of Iowa. Hawkeye State. Yeah, Hawkeye Caucus State <laughs> when they get it. Right. <laughs> yeah, and last night, Bloomberg was on stage uh, in the debate. That was apparently something. I don't know what's going on there. This isn't a political podcast, but politics are kind of top of mind. It's a le- an election year. Uh, but put all that aside, Peter, what are we here to talk about? This is the show about things people love. You come on, talk about something you're, you're really into. What are we going to talk about? Well, you know, just, just to go back to the to Mr. Bloomberg, I mean, do you to use a Midwestern phrase that that you know very well? You kind of got beat like a rented mule, but the, but it's okay. It's all it's all good. We're moving on, moving on, moving on. <laughs> Wait, is that we're going to talk about all night? We're going to talk about how the ex? No, nah, nah, nah. Okay, nah, nah, nah. nobody gives a nah, shit. Nah, I want to talk about the confusion I have with the death of satire. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, something less, less evolved, right? No, 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 that's great. No, that's fantastic. And look, you know, when people come on this show, it isn't like I love this, and we're going to talk about that all night. Like, not everybody's a lecturer. It's kind of meant to be free flowing, and you're going to have four, five, ten things that you know. Yeah. It's meant to be a starting point. So yes. I'm all about the death of satire, uh, and I think this podcast is probably squarely. It, it, it went out to to get me today because I mm. saw something. That I thought was satire, but it wasn't. Oh, no. Yes. What was that? McDonald's scented candles for McDonald's products. <laughs> what? You, you know, like, 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 honey, I love you. Let's have a lovely evening tonight. Yeah. I'm going to light the chicken McNuggets scented candle. <laughs> 
I am no, not. Is it's that like, real? No, you know they had like pickles, and they had like the McDonald's ketchup. No, uh, no, no. I saw no. that. It was on the internet, so it must be true. Right. Okay. <laughs> must be true. We may- but but no, I saw that for like thirty seconds, and I'm like. Oh. This episode of Get This is brought to you by McDonald's scented candles. Yes. If you if you're a marketing vice president at McDonald's, please contact me. Yeah, we're in the wrong we're in the wrong, <laughs> in the business. wrong business, man. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Yeah, scented candles. You know, you might not. You know, the, Jameson's scented candles. I mean, well, whatever. there was this whole thing about what was it? Was it Goop? Paltrow started right. with her vagina oh, candle. Yeah, this. yeah. What what is happening? What is well? Okay, we're gonna come back to that. But uh, you know, Peter. Generally, people want to know a little something about the guests. So, you know, tell me. You know, I know you're a rock and roller. You're an old school guy. You got you know some really great uh, leads on classic rock and roll. Tell you know, tell people about your background. Well, I started off as a child. You know. <laughs> the yeah. steal from Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. the famous line. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but, yeah, but yeah. yeah, you know, grew up, grew up in Iowa. Where in Iowa? Uh, I grew up in Mason City, and I was also at the University of Iowa in Iowa City on the Iowa River. And with all the imagination, you can figure that that took. <laughs> but but yeah, so I you know I came to New York because I was very interested in doing art stuff, and ended up getting my MFA at Hunter College, and then you know kind of fell into making music and having some fun with that. MFA in what? MFA in painting. Oh yeah. Oh. Uh, I think I'm I think I knew that, but I, you know, maybe yeah. I didn't. You know, tell yeah. me about that a little bit. Well, it was, you know, it was an interesting thing. It was an interesting thing to do it here in New York because uh, you know, you get a better perspective about the business versus the, you know, the more more artistic end of it, mm-hmm. and realizing it it is as much of a business, you mm-hmm. know, just like rock and roll is a business, mm-hmm. you, you know, mm-hmm. and figuring out how all that works. But uh, yeah, yeah, it worked out pretty well for me. But you know, I sort of like slipstreamed in, into playing, you know, rock and roll guitar. As I see, you have a guitar right here. I think at the end, I'm going to make him play a little uh, lick of guitar here. We'll we'll amp him up, and that'll be the outro. Woohoo! Woo! Woohoo! Rock and All roll. All right, rock and roll. But uh, yeah, so I did that, and I, uh, you know, worked worked into a steady gig at one of the CUNY schools, and I'm one of those evil things there. I'm. A, I'm so a, for people who don't know, it's the City Uni- University of New York, yes, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, City University of New York, and uh, you know, I'm. A, well, I'm a bureaucrat. <laughs> oh, okay. 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 Come off the mic when you say I'm a bureaucrat. You want yes. to mute that. No, no, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's all right. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's gotta work and make a living in this town. That's like That's true. Yeah. It's true. And it and it in just to be a generic way, it's very interesting because when you you know, those of you who went to college and this and that and had to stand in all these lines and wondered why Everything was the way it was, and it didn't seem it was totally disordered, like a bunch of rabid raccoons set up the whole system. Yeah. And they're sitting somewhere laughing. I could tell you absolutely that's the truth. 
<laughs> they all employ the same rabid raccoons to do the to do this. You're the rabid raccoon admin. For, well, that's yeah, something you? like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I follow the rabid raccoons rules because I've learned what happens if you don't. Yeah, you get yeah. bit and you get rabies. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. So, what year did you move from Iowa to New York? That's a steep climb too, uh, from Mason City to. Yes. That is that is pretty sudden. Yeah, I mean, I moved. You know, I was at the University of Iowa when when I left and, and came up, but but yeah, it was like 1984. How was that? What was that like? New York '84. Well, you know, Times Square they used to say was such a freaking shithole, but yeah. I kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah. It had a little soul. I had a little edge. Yeah. yeah. I had more than a lot of edge. And, and you kind of had to, you know, sterilize the bottoms of your shoes sure. when you got yeah. home. And watch and your that. six and yeah. keep your head in a swivel. Oh, and, oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You were alive. Yeah. 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 It was like, yeah. you know, sex toy bonanza and porno this and porno that. And I mean, you know. Ah, uh, when did that change? Like in the mid the mid nineties, late nineties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney, yeah, played a part in that. Oh yeah, yeah. We're yeah, gonna yeah. take over Broadway. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Tourist yeah. trap. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, where do you, well, go can, can I can I shout shout out? You can have shout you, out you, anyone on this podcast. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, you, have you been to Rudy's? Rudy's, I have. Actually. Well, then you know yes. the pig. Yes, right. And they do <laughs> Rudy's as well. Let let everyone in. Like you know, Rudy's is a kind of a divey. It's not dive. Well, it's you. You explain it. Yeah. Well, well, it's this divey bar that's been around forever, and, and the only way it's probably stayed viable is because whoever owned Rudy's bought the building, so they couldn't kick him out ever. <laughs> and, and Rudy's, you know, they have like. Rudy's beer for like three dollars, yep. and it's like eight dollars. Dog with it, you yeah. Get a hot dog. You get yep. free all the free hot dogs you ever could want. Because why would you want more than one? Yeah, and yeah. It, and it's like the perfect thing before a yeah. Broadway show to yeah. to go to go <laughs> the opposite of Michelle Obama when they go. You know, you go low before you go high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you get high in the back in the patio at yeah. Rudy's. Yeah, Rudy's. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, um, yeah. I think maybe the episode is Rudy's on Broadway. Should we yeah. call that, is that what we should call this <laughs> yeah, episode? Maybe Rudy's, so. Yeah. Is yeah. it on Broadway? It is on. It's on eighth. It's on ninth. Eighth or ninth. We'll call. We're going to call this episode yeah. Rudy's well, on Broadway. Well, if you want to talk about that, you got to mm-hmm. talk about the Mars Bar. Go on. The Mars Bar was on first and first, and it was popularly called back in the bad old East Village days, the last stop. <laughs> The end of the road, because there You're were literally, done. literally people like laying half passed out on right. the steps to go into it. Talking about and the eighties, yeah, yeah, eighties and early nineties. Oh shit! And, and you know, you no, we don't have bar stools here. You sit on this box of empty beer bottles. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was it was it was amazing. You know, mm. like I, I used to drink rum and cokes there, and it was. Oh, five inches of rum, one inch of Coke. And that was it. And the Coke, the Coke looked like it wanted to jump out of the glass because yeah. it's like at the very top. It's like, like what am I doing here? Yeah, I'm so being confused. sterilized. I'm so confused. That's so funny. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. It was, it was That's the, the parrot to the pirate. 
It's a parrot on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So the you know Captain whatever Morgan. Oh oh yeah, that was mm. that was a hellacious place. Yeah. yeah. Was it? What were the drugs of choice, amigo? Yep. There you go. What were the drugs of choice uh, in the mid '80s, mid and late '80s? It was coke, well, right? Well, yeah, no. I guess. I mean, that wasn't my. Uh, I'm not, know, I'm not asking you to incriminate yourself. I'm just sort no, of saying no, culturally. it wasn't anything I was really particularly interested in. But I do know this. You know, you drink a few Guinness, and then you go to McSorley's, where the beer is slightly less than water. Bad <laughs> things happen. <laughs> Bad so, things happen. It's like, you know, I was there with a buddy of mine, and it's like, okay, we had three or four Guinness, we go there and it's like, okay, because you have to order them two at a time, of uh, course, right? right? You know, they they only have the light beer and the dark beer. They have no whiskey. They have no other mixed drinks. They have nothing. And it's like, okay, so I'm with a guy of mine who, you know, met these other swimmer buddies of his and they were talking and it's like, okay, 18 beers, please. Oh, because because they're a dollar seventy five for two of them <laughs> for two for two <laughs> yeah Guinness? but they're but they're but they're you know shorty beers okay and, and my buddy goes to me why did you do that I just ordered twenty <laughs> right. and so, and so right. you know you, you know an ocean an a veritable ocean <laughs> of, of empty beer glasses yeah. oh god yeah oh man yeah, yeah, wow was, and that's how you start the night yeah well that, well like I said the Guinness the Guinness did us in because it's mm. like Oh well, this is like, yeah. Oh yeah, okay, sure. sure. One yeah. after the other, and yeah. it's like then you get home the next morning, and you're like, and you're dying. Yeah, yeah, it's like you're not drinking water in no. between. You're not having can- canapes or whatever the fuck. You're not, you know, having no, no, tapas no, in between. No. Yeah, but but I would recommend McSorley's. You go there early in the afternoon. You know, before it gets crazy and the NYU kids come out and all that sort of thing, you go in there early in the afternoon, you can get yourself a burger and this and that. You know, the other funny thing about it was they did not let women in until the 1970s. Where was, was this? The McSorley's. No, but where is McSorley's? It's on uh, 7th Street between 3rd and 2nd. Damn, I think I might know this place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. They, have the, they have the really ancient... Uh, urinals, for lack of a... Yeah, the giant I, ancient urinals. I know this and, place. And, and, yeah. and, they, and they have That's all these a, incredible old yeah, prints. Yeah. The other thing they have on it, it's really amazing. They never took out the gaslight. Yep. You know? I know that place. All, yeah. and, and they have they have all these um, wishbones hung up mm. on, on the, you know, on the gas line. Mm. And that was from the original owner who was like one of these superstitious guys. And he'd eat, eat a chicken and he'd put the wishbone and he'd just hang it up there. And they're there yeah, forever. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in another age, that guy would be a witch. And now... Burn him. Yeah, burn <laughs> the witch. And now that guy's a victim of, of the fucking banks if, if if we allow, you know, them to... So what it is, you know, everybody in New York can't understand why is everything so expensive? Why is everything so... It's, it's the banks. Because they yeah. own everything. It's brutal. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get too far into that. But I appreciate these old New York stories. Yeah. Yeah, McSorley's. Sweet. Well, well, it's like strange. I mean, you know, even up, up here in Washington Heights. I mean, I moved in 20 years ago and Blue Evolution was the very first bar that was... 
up on that 187th Street strip. And it opened only a couple of months before I'd moved in. And before there was no bar there. There, you know, Kismet didn't do that. Mm-hmm. They didn't have liquor. Mm-hmm. There wasn't there wasn't anything. There wasn't the monkey room. There yeah, wasn't anything. Yeah, sure, sure. We're talking about this very uh, particular neighborhood in Washington Heights, which is way up north in Manhattan. Um West of Broadway, up the hill. If you're ever, if you ever come to uh, Manhattan and you're not from here, uh, I can totally recommend going to the Cloisters. It's this old. It's a museum. It's just a little like kind of um, well, Rock- isolated. Rockefellers. The Rockefellers have all the money in that. Well, they own all go. that land. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's this weird old. You know, one of these major Revolutionary War battles was fought. The Battle of uh, New York. Yeah, Fort Washington. Yeah, was Battle fought. of Fort Washington. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, the Americans <laughs> we were driven out. Well, we were we uh, we lost then, but then he crossed mm. the what the Delaware. Yeah, crossed? yeah, we went yeah. to Brooklyn, and then yeah. and then he got kicked out of Brooklyn. And did he go know. back down to Brooklyn? Or I think he yeah. might have had his ass handed to him. Yeah. But in, in any event, there's a lot of history up here, and that's very interesting. And the neighborhood is livable. I don't I don't want to advertise for this neighborhood because I just kind of want to leave it alone. It's- well, the parking. <laughs> keep your damn car, keep your damn cars out of here. Get the fuck. Yeah. No. Wait. wait oh God. Okay. All right. Just gonna relax. I'm leaving in a few months, man. The next time we do this, it's gonna be. I'll be in St. Paul, and you'll be on Skype, or you come out to St. Paul. I could do that. Yeah. St. Paul, Minnesota. Uh, uh, baby. I mean, you know, Mason yeah. City, Iowa is what? Not too l- far. L- hour and a half. Two yeah. hours from Minneapolis, we'll St. Right. Paul. Yeah, yeah. I love like it that. up here. I, you yeah. know, I love the history. I love the people. I love the whole culture of it. It's mm-hmm. just—it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Where were you? Where, where was I? <laughs> I'm an exceptional interview <laughs> interviewer. Where were you? Yeah. Where was I? Mm-hmm. Well, oh what? I was back to mangling the English language. That's what it was. Wait, no, 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 no. You're going to the sheet now. Yeah, I am going oh, to the sheet damn. just because I can't remember all these cool things to say. <laughs> <laughs> go on go yeah, on Peter well, well no it's just like you know people when they curse and they swear and they insult others it, it always goes back to the same 12 words of you know 15 words you are a me, 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 me. So you brought you brought a sheet of like swear words yes because you know this was done in Elizabethan England that they used to have insult cons or contests where yeah. they insult each other it's like and roasting. The, yeah, 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 yeah. Insult. I mean, you know, you're gonna to call who, somebody who, a dankish, dismal, dreaming clotpole. I mean, how 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 great is that? Because they don't even understand what you said. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah your turn. Okay, your it's my turn. turn. So he, uh, Peter, <laughs> we're gonna roast each other by okay, yeah, yeah. a gore-bellied, fully fallen giglet. Yeah, there you probably, go. It's probably giglet. Yeah, yeah, that's so funny. We could do this well, all night. Exactly. This is the next 40 minutes of this episode. It's yes. just us reading from this. Yes. Yeah. A reeky plum plute lewdster. <laughs> you, you may have hijacked the episode title. Uh, I may have to pick something. A currish, dizzy-eyed clack dish. There I love this. Go. I love yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. All of our British fans, like the English people who listen yeah. to this, are gonna they're gonna melt over this. This is what they're all of about. Of course. Yeah. Have of you seen course. a Clockwork Orange? Of course. I mean, there. There you go. I mean, I have is. the. Well, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Beethoven's Ninth on vinyl. Of course. Right? Yeah. 
Synthesized version, yeah. Right, exactly. Well, my favorite is always canker blossom. You know, you know, you end any any phrase with canker blossom. How you doing, canker blossom? You can't lose. Yeah. You cannot yeah. lose. So yeah, is that canker blossom holding up well today? Is it? <laughs> and, and, and mix it with 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 like you know, English is a language that gives and gives and yes. gives. Artless, hasty witted, bum Bailey. Yeah, that's great. Exactly. Yeah, it's incredible. I maybe be more Bailey than Bum, but right. well, what am I going right. to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the language of of Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a rank onion-eyed miscreant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 This is, a, you know, you were talking earlier about <laughs> <laughs> onion eyes. You're the first person on get this who has yeah. brought their own segment. Yeah. You just brought your own. Yeah, that's fun. That reminds me of a uh, Norm Macdonald a little, mm-hmm. little bit, except you know, well, he's well, a oh yeah, that's, that's because you know my parents were English teachers, so you uh, know, you know, and they were like, mm. so of course I, at the age of fourteen, no, yeah. ma, I ain't gonna do that. Yeah, oh, R- really? And they were kicking your ass. Really? Yeah, yeah. No, I ain't. Oh, you uh, think so? Do you? That that was my mother's <laughs> response. Oh, you think so? Do you? Mm. Yeah. My okay. Parents. Find find your find your clothes in, in a bag out in front right. of the stoop the yep. next morning. You wanna, yep. Yep. You want to be outside all day? Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk like that. No. Yeah. I mean, you know, my yeah. parents are school teachers too, so I get that. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You don't fuck around with that. Interesting. Well, well where where did they teach and where did they uh, do their thing? Oh God. Uh, it's not about me, but uh, yeah, my mom taught. In you know Mandan, North Dakota, Bismarck, okay. Mandan, yeah. okay. and then on the reservation for a num- number of years, Cannibal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, my mom uh, when she passed away was uh, working on the Cannibal Reservation, or no, she had stopped working there, but she was there for like five or six years. She was working in New Salem as a high school English teacher. Mm-hmm. That was her thing. Yeah, that's so interesting. You think about English as this great separator of culture. People. Yeah, well, how's, how's the old joke go? The the British and the Americans are, are divided by a common thing, English. <laughs> it's yeah. so, so something like totally. that. Totally, that's exactly yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, well, when I, you know, when I went to London, I I figured I'd rather keep my mouth my mouth shut and be thought an American than open it and remove all doubt. <laughs> Which, of course, is a steal from Abraham Lincoln. You know? Yeah. Well, there's well, right? Yeah. There's a um, Okay, so two things. When I first was in London, there I read it uh, like an ed- editorial piece, and it was this American expat, and she said Americans tend to think that the British are very polite because they listen an awful lot, and what Americans will often learn, what she felt she learned, is that they're listening to try and peg you down into the social order because they're status obsessed because they don't have the delusion of meritocracy. Which we enjoy. Yes. This idea that you can pull yourself up and it doesn't matter if you sound like a redneck or whatever. And there's a lot there. Yeah. Well, aren't we all, you and I are just millionaires down on our luck, That's right? it. That's it. That's what Americans <laughs> well, believe. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. Well, this podcast takes yeah. off. I mean, yeah. forget about it. I'm, I'm never talking to you again, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. Yeah. Yeah. I'll close that out. I did tell you my wife's a lawyer, right? Oh. <laughs> 
let allow me to retract. <laughs> I uh, uh, cannot confirm yeah. or deny that allegation. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to well, learn that one. Yeah. Uh, move to strike. Yeah, <laughs> uh, on advice of attorney, I respectfully decline the answer. Yeah. I'm representing myself. Right yes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's good. Um, interesting. But you know, so you were just in uh, Paris, right? I was. How was that? First time? A little, little no, second second time, little little, little short just cuz it's like 3 or 4 days so I didn't really get into the, you know, the time change thing, but but it was all right. Went went to the Louvre, went to see this big gigantic Leonardo da Vinci exhibit, which was great, you know, once in a lifetime thing, so figured what the hell. You know, I'd been to the Louvre before. I went to Museum de Dorsey, which was cool. You know, see see my boys Manet and Monet and, you know, all, all those cats. Millet, Corbet, you know, mm-hmm. all those dudes. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun cool. to see, you know, things that, you know, the last time I saw were, were on a kind of a yellowed slide projected on a wall for art history class, you know. And then you go like, oh, wait. That's only ten inches tall. Or oh wait, this thing this thing's the this thing's twenty feet tall and thirty feet across for this painting. It's like oh crap, you get you know, you get no perspective on any of it, you know? Hmm. Or so, context. Yeah. Well yeah, context is everything. I mean, mm-hmm. I could even say that about you know, modern art these days. You know, you put the art on the white wall and it's like Yeah, but you know, Demoiselles to Avignon, you know, the Picasso, famous Picasso painting. It was painted in Paris and this and that in 1907. What was going on there that affected that, you know, that, that put it in some kind of context? Or like Manet, who was like a really radical guy, or Corbet, who was a really radical guy, who was socially, you know, involved. Just putting it on a wall doesn't tell you any of that mm. you know that kind of thing or a projector if the stakes okay if you don't know history the stakes of art are oblivious to you you're not you're not you have no idea what's going on why do they strike at stravinsky yeah exactly. why where they freak out they riot rather yeah yeah why what is that about you don't understand that they they, they built cathedrals and we're doing it now too no. you know this is where this is where the the pop culture turn is so dangerous mm-hmm. because it's nothing matters and yet everything is kind of in your face it's it, difficult it, yeah yeah it's, it's like it's like in your face but it's like no dude you think a lot of this hasn't been done before right dude, right, dude don't right, you get don't right. you get real perspective on this mm. you know i mean they, it's con- it's a convenient lie that people tell themselves you know you know that it's like oh oh, okay yeah but you know oh you're the real MAGA guys I mean to go back to that yeah you know you're the real MAGA guys and yeah but you came here and your family probably came here illegally too yeah my my family came here illegally my my family were pilgrims yeah you know So, so it's like I I have and I'm gonna berate these other people because they're coming here for whatever reason they want sure i mean you know uh yeah america is not there's no one here except for the indigenous folk who is a refugee in 
Exa- a three or four hundred year scheme. Exactly. So it's this awkward thing, and it's most of the world. I mean, yeah, it's not yeah. most of the world. Well, it's a lot yeah. of the. It's certainly the new world. It's yeah. tricky. Tricky. <laughs> We're going to talk about rock and roll at some point. Well, uh, well, I like yeah, we well, hard, yeah. Though. I it's see good. you have a Stratocaster. I, well, you know, that's going to be at the end. You're going to you're going to play a lick for us. Uh, I had a, I had a profound insight just 30 yeah. seconds ago, but I can't remember it <laughs> because I didn't say it. That uh, is how my mind works, and that is okay. That is okay. Yeah, yeah but rock and roll, rock and roll is good fun. I mean, you mm. know, it's the the funniest thing is about we're talking about writing music is to write a simple song. Mm. A simple song that resonates. It's really difficult because you always want to keep throwing in the kitchen sink and, and every other kind of thing. It's really difficult to do that. To write a song. Three song. chords. Yeah, 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 and it's just right. And Yeah, right. And it's just right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, An yeah, intro, yeah, yeah. a chorus, yeah. a bridge, yeah. a chorus. Yeah. And you're out. You a, know, yeah, you, bridge, you, a chorus. Yeah. It's, you know, it yeah, well, it's like a, like a song like Satisfaction. It's like, you know, and and that's it. Yeah. You know, four chords. You know, is that in D? It's an E. It's an E. Okay. We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, but but yeah, think things like that, and you know, it's all about attitude. Mm. I mean, I mean, you know, rock and roll is all about, you know, rebellion about saying, you know, we don't like the way things are. We want to make things better and this and that and the other. And, you know, that's and, why it's why it's why weird. Some of the, the music you see or America's greatest voice or that it's like, no man, yeah, that ain't rock and roll. Yeah. Well, well it's, it, it is kind of about, about paring it down. Right. You want to get to some sort of essential thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, like I say, it's very difficult to write a simple song. Mm. It's very difficult to write a simple song that, because a lot of people have done that, and, you know, your courses are limited. It's easy to write a song where you just add more complex parts and complex. It's like, no, man. Just like, you know, you know, just... Right there with all attitude, mm. yeah. feeling. Yeah, you can. You, yeah, there's that unusual thing. What do you think of? Okay, well, the Beatles. So mm. it, it, they were writing simple songs, but then they added the filigree, yeah. like in the middle period. Yeah, but then by the end, they went back to basics. Well, what is that? That's that's George freaking Martin, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. George, George freaking Martin. I mean, you know. As I understand it, I mean, John Lennon would come in and say, oh, yeah, like, for the benefit of Mr. Kite, right, off uh, uh, Pepper. Sergeant Pepper. And he comes in and he goes like, yeah, I, I basically took the lyrics off this poster that I the, saw. Yeah, the circus and, and poster. And the circus poster. Now I want you to add some kind of circusy thing behind it. <laughs> okay? Um, yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. Well, the benefit of me, I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but but basically, you know, so George Martin went back into back into the archives, pulled out all these like goofy organy things, yeah, and cut them all up and spliced them together in some kind of random way. Yeah, and it's like here, here, here it is. Do yeah. you like it? Oh yeah, I like that. Yeah, I can yeah. sing to that. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very hip hop actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that that kind of stuff. Mm. I mean, producers are you know big big part of the team. You know. Well, he was the, he was the fifth Beatle for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I mean, it, you know, and, there, and there's an interesting difference between it because an engineer, you know, a studio engineer, just does what you tell him to do. Ah, you, right. you know, in terms of controlling the sound, bring mm-hmm. this up, bring that back, bring this up, bring this up, blah blah blah. You know, add add. Add more 10K, add more, you know, sound here, add, push the highs. Because his job is not to offer any, you know, input. Producer, however, Uh, his job is to offer the input and say, well, what do you think we do this? Let's go do this. Right. Hey, listen, you know, standing there over the engineer going like, okay, we're going to do it this way. We're going to do it that. Oh, we need to push this up. We need to, because I have carte blanche from the band you know to say mm-hmm. they trust mm-hmm. what i do i'm gonna i'm gonna make make the whole sound fill it out instead of just you know the engineer who just records it unless you tell him otherwise mm. it's that difference between like technical craft work, yeah. you know and art yeah producers are artists for yeah. sure i yeah, think well the, yeah it's a beatles are a good example yeah the beatles are a good example um quincy jones <laughs> you know that that kind of stuff maybe some henry mancini i don't know how much he was producing his own stuff but yeah that kind of stuff and it's it's, it's interesting to to learn to see how that that works it's like okay engineer sits at the board okay he's not asking you for nothing he's just recording it and trying to get a good record it's the producer we're Who's the the extra set of ears you need? Mm. You know, unless you're oh, sorry, brilliant, brilliant yeah. about, about that stuff on sure. your own. I mean, you have to, you, have you, to have you, that, you know, you unless you're, yeah, yeah, you have to have the outside set of ears to listen to go like, oh, yeah, well, maybe if you, well, that was a good, that was a good take, but maybe you have a little more and you let's do it again and mm. that sort of thing. Yeah, we'll find the right take. It's interesting. Yeah, yeah. put the whole thing together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like an ed, ed uh, sorry editor for yeah. a novel or a writer yeah, yeah. playwrights yeah. have dramaturgs yeah yeah well the other thing that's really funny is you know for all, anything that's a kind of a solo thing whether it's a singing or whether it's a guitar solo or whatever they might have you play it five times or sing it five or six times and then they go okay we're going to comp it well the first the first take the first five words you sang were perfect. We're going to use that. But the second five words you sang weren't all that great. So we're going to take it from that same take. Right. So we're going to take it from the fifth take. Right. The fifth take, you know, and they comp it all and together. And you can't hear it. You, 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 you know. And, and yeah. they, comp, they comp it afterwards in the studio. Jeez. It's like, this sounds the best. Yeah. This sounds the best. Right. You know, take number five sounds the best. So for this phrase, we're going to move it up. And then, and then they just build a, a vocal track. Editors are amazing, too. Yeah. Like, you know, are the engineers doing that in studio? Are they editing well, live? Or? Well, that's more like the, the producer and, right. and and the singer or the guitar player or whoever, right. whoever's shit they're comping. Well, that's it about the yeah. Beatles, right? They, they made the studio an instrument. Mm. That was one of their big uh, innovations. Yep. Yeah, because they knew they, they were going to stop playing yeah. out. Yeah. So they were just going to use it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and well, 
what is it, Time Waits for No One? Or, or no, Tomorrow Never Knows. That's the one that's, you should, man. Is it on um, Revolver? Yeah. yeah. It's the last one. Is it? You know, relax, yeah. turn off your mind. And float downstream. And, and, and all yeah. those weird sounds. Yeah. They were, they, they were they were all, so ahead of their time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mult, multiple tape recorders, because, of course, that's what they had. Yeah. Multiple tape recorders in different studio rooms with mics pushed <laughs> up against them. Right. And, and they're just these random sounds. They're doing, like, bah, 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 bah. sampling. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like sampling. This, like, sampling. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's just like, and there's a video of, of what is it? Paul and George and George Martin and they're all just sitting there listening to it and they're going, yeah, yeah, that's what we did. Yeah, that's what we did. Yeah. You know, be, so beyond what anybody could think you could right. do with music. Sure. Yeah, and that's what we did. And that's, music, you know, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think if the Beatles had not, I don't even want to imagine, but you know, I think if the Beatles had not come along, eventually, maybe avant-garde music would have caught up, but they were ahead of their time. And I, well, I want to ask you a question, but I know the answer to it. Okay. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a terrible interviewer. <laughs> acid. They did acid, and mm-hmm. they and they had lived in Germany, and they had uh, gone through a hell of a lot. Well, they and did they were, a lot of were, speed there too. Yeah, sure, sure. And they were, you know, there were these liver pudlian, yeah. you know, is it Scouser? Yeah, yeah. Kids, yeah, they were and, kids. Yeah, and they, you know, they knew some chords, mm. and they devoted their whole life to this thing. It's mm. a very, it's 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 lovely because it's a very working class story too. Yes, yeah, and uh, you know, the history of the '60s and the '70s, and, and this is mm. like and our own drug history, our own like working class people can drop acid and be smarter than Michael Bloomberg, <laughs> mm. you know, or have more. Like a more um, perfect we marriage of like, but in, we don't have his work ethic because yeah, he, because he works right. so much harder than the rest he's of us. So yeah, he, he works sixty three really, billion yeah, times harder. Yeah, of than course, we did. right, yeah. right, of course. Yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. so it's like you know, how do you? You can't sell me that system. Yeah. After you know, I you know, if I drop acid and like yeah. you know, listen to Hey Jude, yeah, you're not you know, you're not fooling anybody. Yeah. And then that, that's why that's that's why all those, these things are illegal, uh, you know, and and why. So acid, people, acid was actually legal until about sixty six. Yeah, these things are naturally they're occurring. You can find them. You can make them. It's not you know. Owlsley, yeah. Owlsley, somebody, somebody like that. This guy, this guy, he was just like passing acid out to people because it was it was legal. Yeah, right. It was legal. Right. Here's the thing that will really actually give you something like a communion, mm. and you may go to hell. It may mm. be bad, and guess what? That's good. No. Yeah. That's good because you're still alive. Because you wake up and you're still well. Anyway, yeah. yeah, the Beatles are fucking great. There's no, there's no question. So tell me about your own rock and roll. You're, you, you, know, you you're, you're a guitarist. You're gonna lick for us at the end, right? You're gonna, yeah. I'm gonna dun, make somebody's lick. Down. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. No, it's, so it's you, cool. you, you playing some bands, right? Yeah. I played. I played in several bands, and the funny thing is, you know, they they say no band lasts forever, and and that is, that is true, because people move on and whatever. But you know, the band I was in, for I was in two bands that have been going ongoing. One of them was a 
a, a 60s garage rock band, you know, like, like the Standells, like Dirty Water and, and all of that, which is a lot, which is a lot of fun and early Kinks and early Stones and all that. And, and the other one was kind of this Link Ray offshoot band, which was a little more, I don't know if avant-garde is quite the right term, but it was basically what would happen if, you know, a lot of the instrumental music from the 60s, like the surf music and this and that, and what, whatever, um, you know, Booker T and the MGs, continued to grow and evolve and didn't didn't die off, mm. you, you know, it died off in the mid '60s, sort of, and it kept going, and it was influenced by, you know, the Ramones and punk and Prague and and whatever. So you know, as my good friend, you know, JP said, it's like, well, you're you're the answer to a question that nobody's asking. You know, it's like nobody no nobody cares about this, but you know, we did, and it was fun. You know, Link Ray. You hear that out there, audience? Link Ray. Listen to him. But tell me about Link Ray. I've heard the name. Yeah. Link Ray came out of, what, the Carolinas or something. He was, he was part Cherokee. He had a couple of, couple of big hits, but the big hit he had was Rumble, which is an instrumental song, and apparently it was so subversive that it got banned. And it's an instrumental song. It has no, you know, no lyrics. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah it's like Stravinsky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right like that. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's still been around and popped along and this and that. And he influenced oh, a huge number, especially the British guys, like Pete Townsend. And there's, what what is it, that, that movie, It Might Get Loud? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Or, or Jimmy Page goes and he goes to pick out this little record, and he's got he's got a zillion billion records. What does he pick out? Link Ray. Link Ray All Rumble, right. and All he right. puts it on, and you can see him like grooving to the music. It's yeah. like like this is so badass, I can't believe it. You nice. know? Nice. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But that's cool. And and it's kind of a it's it's a real shame he's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but you know that's a political kind of thing. And they why. He, well, what is it? Jan Wenner is is involved with it, and and these other folks are involved. It's like you know they didn't even want the Ventures to be in in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, how do you how do you do that? Mm. You know, and Link Ray, who was like I said, the Godfather to a lot of these different guys. Is it more like R and B, like it's blues? You know, the core of it is blues. Pretty much straight ass rock and roll. All right, okay, you know, you got you. Yeah. I'm gonna listen to it. I'm gonna yeah. listen to it after this. Yeah, yeah tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you must. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. What about uh, you know, Lightning Hopkins? Oh yeah, I love Lightning. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah. I guess Cobain was influenced by him. A yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. All the blues cats. I mean, you know, T Bone Walker is awesome. You know, Muddy Waters. They have so much personality. Yeah, real personality that comes to you and there was production but yeah. it comes to you yeah. just it's like it's like a live performance yeah. you just boom yeah there well, they are well you heard the famous story about the stones right when they first came they first came to america they did uh they wanted to go to uh, what was it chess studios in chicago 
Yeah. Because that's where all their heroes were, you know, Muddy, Muddy waters. waters and this yeah. and that and the other and, yeah. and, and you know, Wooly Dixon and all that. So so they went there and they're walking in and here's this guy painting like the ceiling. And they walk by and they stop and they look at him and it's like, oh shit, that's Muddy Waters. Oh, oh damn. And it's kind of like, Oh, that's how this business goes, <laughs> right? You yeah. know, you know. It's yeah. like here's here's our here's our hero, the guy the guy we loved and revered from sure. afar in England, yeah. and he's up here painting the ceiling because yeah. you know that you know Marshall Chess and them like he needed to make money, so yeah. it's like we'll pay you to paint the ceiling. This is America. This yeah, is America. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's. These, I mean, these that's come over. Uh, yeah, and, yeah. and of course the Stones learned that lesson. Yeah, because you'll. You'll never get a discounted Stones album in your life, you know, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you know, yeah, right on. Yeah, you gotta you gotta sell your stuff. Yeah. Um, you in a band now? I'm in the uh, '60s garage rock band called the Fops, mm-hmm. as in foppery, and mm-hmm. you yeah. know, the Fops. Go, go, going along with all all that Elizabethan tradition of being silly, yeah, uh, and you know, having the opportunity to dress in a silly 60s way which is really my whole point for being in the band you know yeah man. <laughs> you guys playing out again like soon or uh july maybe uh, okay all right all right in new york here okay yeah actually probably upstate okay cool copake lake whatever the hell that yeah. is you know? where can people find the fops yes well your instagram yes <laughs> instagram facebook We're the fops the, yes F-O-P-S, the Fops. F-O-P-P-S. Oh, two P's. See? Two P's. Well, you know, F-O-P-P-S. You know, we're rocking I it like you. the Flintstones, you know? <laughs> we're rocking it like the Flintstones. And you play guitar on that, huh? I do. That's cool. I do. You yeah. have a big collection of guitars, too. I do. Yeah. It's a very it's a very silly collection. I have about... Have, see, here's the problem. You know, I'm always looking for the next guitar around the corner that says, this is going to be the one for me. Okay, I buy it. Well, now I need two of them. <laughs> two because, of them. Okay. Because, you know, I'll be playing the one that I really love, but the string breaks. So uh, I have to have a so spare. Quick. So, so it's not, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's a self fulfilling, like, right. well, like, like, right. cra- crazy thing, you know? It's mm. like, okay. Mm. Yeah, no, I need, no, I need another one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you were turning me on. At the at the uh, bar at Kismet, you were turning me on to some other rock and roll, classic rock and roll that you're really into. Uh, you mentioned Link Ray just now. Yeah. What else? I mean, who else are you really into? Well, Booker T and the MGs are like the best. I mean, I, I saw them at the old Tramps downtown on like 20th Street, and they they are. I mean, you know. When? When did you uh, see? Oh, 15 years ago or something. They're not still active. Well, the ones that are still alive are. Uh. I mean, Steve Cropper, Booker T. Jones, Duck Dunn died. But, I mean, that, that was the Blues Brothers band. Oh, and, and, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, you know, Sam and Dave, Hold On, I'm, I'm Coming and all. Right. I mean, they did. They were the house band for stacks. Okay. They did all Damn. that shit. They did everything, you know, yeah. for, for all of those guys. Wow. Yeah, yeah and, they're, and they're just unreal. Yeah. yeah. What are they just like? What is it about them? They just have that much soul. They're just tight. They're good. Yeah. It's it's yeah, 
sold or tight, they're good, and they're very economical in mm. the way they play. It's like Steve Cropper could go, but he doesn't. Mm. You know, it's like dot dot da da, yeah, yeah. dot dot da da. You know, hang yeah. high, dot da 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 da. I mean, you know, just Getting laying that harmony it out. And... Yeah, and the and the groove with all of it. Yeah, you mm. know, mm. you know, like Green Onions. You know, doom, do, 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 do. yeah, you know, eh. you know, the guitar yeah, souls. Yeah, yeah, real. Yeah. Eh, 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 well, that's, eh, a, that's the thing that Miles eh. Davis said, right? No. Uh, you, you're playing the notes that aren't there, right? What, what, what did he say? What's that quote? Well, I, I don't know the quote, but it's as much about what you don't play as what that's you it. play. That's the quote. That's the yeah, quote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're playing, you're filling yeah, the minds yeah. of the audience oh. with the with the interim. Yeah, it's interesting. It's the same in... Yeah. Writing and playwriting and you know, well, well that, exactly that, you know, what, what you don't you can't well, give too much away. Right? You, you can't can't explain it to everybody yeah. completely. Right, well, right. How, you know, because a lot of folks would be like, "That's boring." You yeah, know, it's you terrible. Know, you know, you know, or patronizing or any any mm-hmm. anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you got to give give somebody. Well, that's what the groove is, right? And yeah, that's what swing is, right? Yeah, yeah they got to leave some air somewhere yeah. for someone to figure it out because then. You have this fun thing where it's play again, and yeah. not you're not telling yeah. everyone everything to the audience. Yeah. Like, does, has anybody ever understood what Sergeant Pepper is? No, mm. no, not even the Beatles. They have no clue. Yeah, like, well, what the, what the whole know, of that yeah, is yeah. like you know, you listen to it a thousand times and you go, yeah, yeah. What is it for the uh, for the benefit of Mister Kite? Yeah, it, <laughs> like, yeah, with all that organ, crazy organs. Yeah. there's just snips of or, organ music he found in a vault, and he just yeah. glued it all together. Right on tape, yeah, you know, found kind of found art. But yeah, yeah it was interesting to, to backtrack a bit. Yeah, it's like I was at at this jam session, and you know we're all having this fun jam, and there's like four other guitar players, you know, and we're doing this blues song, and okay, it's your turn. Everybody's trying to, yeah. And everybody's like, you know, everybody was jumping right in, right on right on the beginning of the beat. Right on the beat. Yeah. And it came around to me, and the guy running it, it's like, okay, it's your turn. And I was like, uh-uh-uh. 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 Not that thirsty. Yeah, yeah. And the amazing thing was the amount of tension it built up with everybody else yeah. why are you not just jumping all over this right. like because it's not an addition well, like a monkey doing rude things to a football <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know why aren't you jumping yeah. all over this <laughs> you, you know it's like oh wait yeah. you waited yeah yeah because you know the silence is my is my friend is is my music as much as the note as much as the note is you know so yeah, it was pretty. Because f- even the guy running the jam was like, "What?" <laughs> like, uh, yeah. oh, yeah. It's like okay. Yeah, yeah pretty funny. Mm. Pretty funny. No, I feel that. Yeah. All right, so we got another ten minutes here, Peter, and tell me more about what happened in Paris. So you were there for four or five days. You have a good time. I had a very good time, but I was not arrested. <laughs> what yeah. is that? You're doing a bit now? You're doing a shtick? Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you, you know. 
What it's, you, it's nice to be married to a lawyer. Oh, <laughs> man. I, I'm going to need her number after this. Um, Mona Lisa. See that? How was yeah. that? Yeah, you it was like good. That? It was yeah. good. All right. I, I did something suitably snarky about it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw your post. Yeah, you yeah, you saw about, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I, I was representing for the, you know, yeah. I have my, I'm in my Richie's Guitar Shop t-shirt on, <laughs> you know, and it's like, uh, I'm representing for Richie. It's like, <laughs> like Richie, this is why she smiles because she's checking it, checking out, you know, she knows how you repair guitar. What is Richie's Guitar Shop? You got to let us in. Oh, Rich, Richie's is like, it's like a down, downtown legend in, um, you know the East Village and all, and all that. He's been there forever. Does the you know guitars for the Strokes and everybody in the East Village, and, and he's you know like a, like an ex parole officer or something. And, and he got he <laughs> got he got into the, guitars. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. And, and but the great thing is, you like you call him up, Richie. Can I come down at ten o'clock? My my gigs at eleven thirty. My guitar's acting up. Sure, come on down. Da, da, da. Just hang out. I'll fix it right here, right now. And well, he's give very, him like very a, give him a tenner. He's pay him ten bucks or something for that. Well, he's very reasonable. Mm. I mean, guitar repair work or even setup work is all over the place. Yeah, sure. I mean, you know, I was with a buddy of mine and went to this guy up up not too far from us, and it was like eighty bucks to do the basics. Damn. And restring and the yeah, whole thing. Restring and Tune tweak it. the tweak the neck and make you know just go through it, mm. you know. And Richie is. I don't well, know, you didn't have to call prices, a, but yeah, a, 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 a lot less. That's cool. All right, hey Richie, shout yeah, yeah, out. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Well, where is he? Again, he, he's on East Eleventh Street. East Eleventh. Oh wow. Between Damn. A and B. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and, he, and he has. So he he's has almost great, in the water. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and he has his great set of rules because it's you know he's in East Village, he's seen it all. Uh, you know, it's like here are my rules: don't be late, don't ask to borrow money. Mm-hmm. You know, don't all, ask to borrow money. Yeah, mm. yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, you know, don't shoot up in the you know in my uh, store. Oh yeah, or, or whatever. I mean, I mean, you know. Damn. But but yeah, he's he's a sweetheart of a man, and you know been very good to me so cool all right rock and roll yeah indeed mm. indeed mm. all right so paris. paris you saw the uh mona lisa yes you saw the louvre yes did you see uh, versailles i did not you didn't miss anything it's fine <laughs> it's not- oh really <laughs> yeah, you, well, you, you missed you, some architecture yeah i mean but uh, you know. yeah yeah Architects. Who uh, needs it? Who needs it? Yeah, I, I live in a mud hut. I mean, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, Versailles is a trip, uh, but it's it's out of it's out of Paris. You know, uh, it's like a like a day trip kind of uh, a thing. Um, where'd you stay when you were when you were there? Oh, we stayed at what is it? The Empire Hotel, which is about you know a block and a half from the Louvre. So that was cool. So oh, that's really cool. Around, yeah, on the uh, which bank? Right bank. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. On, on the Louvre. That's bank. great. Yeah, 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 that's cool. You see Notre Dame? Oh, yeah. How does was... she look? Yeah. Worse for wear? Yeah, you couldn't get that close to it because they had all the construction trailers. Oh, they're working on it right now, huh? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. remember, had the Jeez. big fire. Yeah, no, I remember. Yeah. And, and you couldn't really see that much, but, you know, they had a couple of pictures and it looked like. Basically, it looked like somebody took their fist and punched it through the top of the roof. Oof. This gigantic hole God, right man. in the middle of the roof. Oof. But, you know, 
on on the upside, you know, all all the stained glass and stuff that's around the perimeter was all all safe. So yeah, yeah. It might be it kind of dirty, worse. but yeah, yeah. What a yeah, what a mess that is. Yeah, well, no it's gonna be gonna be twenty years for them to get that back yeah. together. Well, you know, because the f- they have to go through all the wood and they got to figure out which part is which part. Mm. You know, how much do they want to restore it? Right. How accurately do they want to restore it? Jeez. I mean, they had like all sorts of wood. You know, like the you know the stone flying buttresses. Oops, sorry. Yep. You know, and and they had like wood all propping it all up. These giant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, wild. Yeah, that's a, a tragedy. Hmm. Well, so Paris rock and roll, Link Ray. You're mm. saying Link Ray? All right. You yeah. Get- yes. Everybody, listen to Link Ray. Listen. Listen to Rumble. For, for some badassery. I think we're just going to call it. On the badassery I think, zone. I think we're just going to call this episode Rumble <laughs> with Peter Russell. Peter, are you going you gonna to play some guitar for us here in a minute? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. So, you know, you know, and after I move back to Minnesota, I hope you'll come on again. But it's going to be probably by Skype. Unless you come out there. Maybe you come out. You're you're, you're an Iowa boy. You come out. Yeah. And we'll I'm, hang out. I, I, I'm... I mean, it's not like they notice me at work that much. I mean, I could slip out for a week or so. <laughs> You're just an administrator at a university, yeah. at a major university in New York. Yeah. Nobody will notice. Well, I'll leave you with this. Ah. So I had a very dear friend named Don, and I got another friend named Harold. Don passed away about 10 years ago, but they used to always hang at the monkey room. And they'd hang there like, you know, Three in the afternoon, and I kind of caught up with him. And Don, Don was an Iowan like I was, and he was a former deputy director of the National Endowment for Humanities. So he had a whole lot of cool political stories to tell about this and that. And the other. So anyway, so anyway, Don would be there, and and I just leave work at three o'clock. I just leave to go meet them <laughs> at three right. thirty, and, yeah. and I and I come yeah. in there and they're hanging out yeah. and, and they're looking at me like, "Don't you have a job?" Exactly. <laughs> don't you have a real job? And, I don't know, man. And, yeah, they don't. And so I'd hang with them and we'd have a lovely time, you know. Don and Harold and Don, you know, get up and go home and do this. But here's the thing. You know, he put his one of these guys where he'd lean over and put his elbows on the bar like this, you know, and then you go, So, you think you're gonna be here tomorrow at the same time? <laughs> and, and I'm like, you know, you're seventy years old, man. I mean, you, you you know, you're you know, you're my heart. What do you think? Some of us have to work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> Peter Russell, thanks for coming on, man. My amigo, you come back on uh, next year. Much love, my friend. All right, baby. And you're gonna you're gonna yeah, walk us out, right? Uh, oh, I'll walk us out with uh, something. I'm gonna tune this guitar. We we're not gonna go down to the village to get this tuned. No. <laughs> okay. All right. No. Here you are. This is Get This, the podcast about things people love. Getthispodcast.com, mm. iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. I'm on Twitter. My name's Kevin Couchman, Upstate Manhattan. Get this. Getthispodcast.com. Peace. Yeah. Got a nice flat neck on it.
Cool, man. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. Thank you. Take care, brother.